Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Johnny Smith. I'm Richard Porter. And this is Smith & Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars and many other things. Um, the Love Shack is a, a little place where we, we can get together, I, I suppose. Um, and the reason why I'm telling you this, and you know this, Richard, mm. which I don't know why I'm setting this up, because I've been giggling for about the last four days like a little child uh, because of our WhatsApp messages. You sent me a picture of the lead singer of off of B-50s saying, if you see a faded sign at the side of the road that says 15 miles to that, and then there's a picture of a really creepy shed that someone's aerosoled fuck shed on the side of with a huge, huge dick and balls. I just can't stop laughing about it. I've been laughing about it for four days. Four flipping days. Have you? Um, we'll put this on the Patreon for everyone else. It's a, it's a meme or meme, if you prefer. Um, from uh, I don't know where. I think I saw it on Twitter. I knew it made you laugh. I didn't really think it would make you laugh this much. But when I said it to you a few days ago, have you also tried to see what it says on the? You can see there's more graffiti on the front of the, the dismal looking, and sinister shed. It's a really but sinister I can't work shed. Out what it says it says Eatin on the left, and then W plus best bear. It looks like bear. I thought it was W and then an arrow down to bear, but the W could, in fact, be a crude depiction I'll of be a bo- boobs. But boobs. Not- oh, yeah, boobs are I- best, maybe. Well, yeah. all we need to know is, and this, this got me thinking, the, the days and hours after you were casually WhatsApp this to me, um, I know I was replying, because he says, uh, the chap says, I've got a Chrysler, it seats about 20. Come on yeah. and don't forget your jukebox money. Bring your jukebox money, yeah. Yeah, so, well, with I started thinking about appalling Chryslers that you could turn up in, or even Chrysler <laughs> Group vehicles. You could say, well, look, this is not badges of Chrysler, but it sort of is, because the, yeah. the Love Shack door woman or doorman might go, no, that's not a Chrysler, you're not coming in. Yeah. You go, it's come Tom on. It's Samba. Now, technically, that's more of a Peugeot or Citroen <laughs> than it is a Chrysler. Don't come at me with you. Do you think they're really Corporate strict? Heritage. You go, well, look, we've all driven from miles around to come to this sordid, horrible sex shed in a forest, OK? <laughs> uh, so don't don't turn us down now. It's, this is pre-internet era, pre-mobile phones. We, we're, not turning, we're not turning home now. Um, so you've gone for... Did you go for a Talbot or a Chrysler, <laughs> Chrysler Alpine <laughs> with the well, I did, clattery engine? My- Yes, very tappity. <laughs> so, so the chat, the lo- well, B-52 is going to hear you coming about five miles away. Yeah, well, then they can get the love shack ready for whatever they believe they're <laughs> supposed to do it. Fred from the B-52s can, can just touch up the graffitied cock and balls on the outside. <laughs> the, but the thing is, because I've got me a Chrysler, it seats about 20. And I was like, well, if it was an original Alpine from the 70s, that would apply because there'd be... Two parents and then about eighteen children just <laughs> loose in the back with no seatbelts. Oh it's yeah, seventies. It'd be primary and the school. Would be smoking. It'd be primary school party, wouldn't it? And they'd say, yeah. hey, "We'll drop all the kids back. Don't worry." And you're in the boot of a Cavalier hatch, which is I remember vividly. I was one of about six children in the boot, and it was so <laughs> much fun. Luckily, yeah, no, no impact. I mean, also it's the seventies, so there's no soft plays. There's no laser quest. So. They're probably all just going to a local scrapyard to have a play on the stacks of cars or something. Yeah, with jagged metal, and they'll find real swords and daggers and things and just play with those. Yeah, yeah. Or a spud gun. I do remember that. I remember as a kid going to visit some friends in the northeast in Annick in Northumberland, and uh, there used to be a scrapyard near where our friends lived, and then it had been cleared out. 
so it was just you know what we'd call now probably a brownfield site yeah and i remember we just like rode bikes over there and went and played because there were still all bits of car and pools of oil sort of soaking into the ground glass oh yeah i think that their their lad who's the same age as me cut his hand on a piece of glass and we just kind of went uh oh uh better go home and get that bandaged up and i think he got a plaster on it or some stitches whatever it needed and then we went back to the former scrapyard site to continue playing with an old alternator and you just go sure i'd have let my kids do that now that's what i love about the old times i do and i'm not that old so but I do. I do Don't really start though, because you sound like one of those awful Facebook memes. You know, remember when life was better? That they do to apply to oh, okay. deranged well, boomers. Yeah, when they're not watching GB News, they're looking at images of people with consumption, going, "Oh, wasn't everything better in the old days?" So, so what are you? I'm going. I'm either going Chrysler PT Cruiser, um, which obviously seats five legally um, yeah. to the Love Shack, or if I'm going to mm. just be rebellious. I might pick up another two. So I might go seven. Are you aware, though, that later in the song, Fred, out of off of the B-52s, says, hop in my Chrysler, it's as big as a whale? Oh, yes. That's true. But the thing is, whales are different sizes, aren't they? (laughs) Are you going to, like... Are you going to... You can get a small whale. If you saw a whale that was legit the size of a PT Cruiser, you'd just go, yeah, all right, that's a whale. Well, hang on a minute. So, if Fred offers you a free lift to the to the sex shack, are you yeah. actually just going to go <laughs> sex shed? Are you actually going to go? No, nah, uh, thanks, Fred. But no, I'll wait for another car which has got proper seatbelt oh, anchorage um, points um, and or also a kind of Ford GM guy. Um, and you're smoking weed. Whale. Don't really want to sit in the car with you with smoking weed. It smells horrible. Dwarf sperm whale. A what? A, 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 a dwarf sperm whale is the smallest whale, I think. Only one of them, well, according to this cursory if you, research, if and you it's go barely the, bigger than a person. Well, if you go to the sex shack and you're, you're driving a car that you describe being as the same dimensions as a dwarf sperm whale, it sounds perfect, doesn't it? You sound like a right, right wrong. Did you say sex show? Sex shed. Oh, sex. Also shed. known as the love shack. Sex show. It's like the B52s have basically turned the love shack into a kind of cars and coffee, just with shagging. Oh, that would be great. I don't know. I've seen some of the people at Cars and Coffee. I'm not sure it would be entirely great if everybody's. Maybe this is where caffeine and machine are, are going wrong. They, <laughs> they, they, they <laughs> caffeine really... and machine brackets and shagging, <laughs> shagging and machine, and <laughs> coitus no. and machine. No, no. Do you know, I always when I read it, I, if I'm just feeling stupid, I often go mm. caffeine and machine. Oh. Caffeine and machine. A machine. Caffeine machine. It's like I was, um, I was in the car last night listening to some podcasts and there was a, an advert, I think, for Dacia. Mm. I don't know why. I, but I, anyways, for some reason, the word, or maybe I was listening to a car podcast, the word Dacia came up. I was like, oh, it's a tricky one, that, isn't it? Because it does sometimes sound like you're being a little pretentious if you say Dacia, but then they, they keep sort of trying to insist that Dacia is wrong. And I was like, I think I'm just going to split the difference and call them Deja. Oh, Deja? The Deja De- Sandero. What about the Deja Vu? There, there should be a definitely a Vu. <laughs> well, then there you go. They've got a new model name. A Vu? Deja. I quite like Deja. I mean, I'm, I'm in the middle with all this stuff because I've always said Dacia. But but I'm a but I'm a fifty fifty Porsche Porsche guy, like I've said yes. in, in, in previous casts. I just don't know if you catch me off guard. I'll just say Porsche, and then sometimes people will scorn me, or the mm. comments on YouTube will go, "Can't believe you claim to be a motor <laughs> journalist of some <laughs> rapport." Yes, you're worse than a war criminal. All yeah, right, calm down. Exactly. You do get the book thrown at you somewhat. So I'm like, oh, okay, okay. It's probably one of my books. Yeah, um, yeah, a whole stack of I them. do appeal to pedants like me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I can't get my head around the Dacia one. I just, I don't, so, anyway, it's Deja, I think, from now on. And also, I noticed that because Skoda are laying it on a bit thick now, aren't they? Oh, they're really, they're really going for it, aren't they? Skoda. Skoda. I got followed. I was filming day before yesterday... Um, a new car I was filming in the uh, it was the 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 EV9 Kia oh yeah and um, as I was talking to camera going through a village 
I checked my rear view mirror and there was a bloody 80s rear engine Skoda following me with one of those hacksawed oh. 80s sunroofs that had been fitted aftermarket. And I just couldn't, it, I couldn't conduct myself properly. I had to just kill Did the camera. You cameras. have to abort the piece to camera. Yeah, I just went so distracted. I just went, sod this. I'm not talking about the Kiri V9. Look at that 80s Skoda behind us with the terrible sunroof. It was really was it a exciting. saloon or a rapid coupe. It was a saloon. Have you ever driven one of those? No, I haven't. I've been a passenger in one. I remember the gear shift having a long throw. Long throw. I drove a rapid coupe once. It was it was really nice. I bet it in was a strange nice. sort of unusual way. But no, it was a genuinely quite charming car. And we had it in for a top gear shoot. And I remember James May drove it as well. And we both went That's all That's right. It's really good, isn't it? It's sort of I mean not good. Maybe good is exaggerating. It's old fashioned, but there was something... But it felt together. You know, some cars just have a, a, a vibe about them. They're just right somehow. They're, they're comfortable in their own sort of setup. And yeah. It's one of those. James liked it so much. He was going, I think I'm going to try and buy that. I'm going to find out where it's come from. I'm going to buy it. And he was badgering the researchers for where they found it. Oh, if I was May, I would have just bought it. At the click. I, I mean, I, 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 I did get offered one and I dilly-dallied and, and lost out because I'm a complete weasel but um it's funny you don't see them around no do you? no you don't no they were known as the communist carrera and i was <laughs> i was and i and i really wanted to get you know the porsche script at the bottom of the door along the sill i wanted yeah. i wanted to get communist written in carrera script and put it along oh. the bottom of the coupe door because i thought it'd be quite quite fun yeah but i didn't because i didn't end up buying the car because i'm a fool just um huge uh on, on the bootlid badge, you can have it as a planned economy in swirly letters as well. Uh, I'm just going to have a look. I'm, I'm curious now to see whether there's any Skoda uh, Estelles or Rapids for sale. Oh, gosh, uh, here we go. Cause, well, well, while you're not? doing that, I've made the decision on what Chrysler I am going to um, the sex shed in. Okay. Yeah. It's it, well, it well, it's Chrysler Group, so it's badged as a Dodge. So shoot me, Fred, if you want to deny me at the door, I'll find a way in. Don't you worry about that. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a nineteen seventy six Dodge Royale Monaco Braum wagon. Oh, and it's nine. Okay. It's nineteen point one two foot long. Um, mm-hmm. So it's enormous. Mm. Um, and the great thing about it, of course, is it has bench seat um, front. Uh, bench seat rear and it might I think it had an optional fold out uh, seat in the boot uh, but of course because it was the Royal Monaco Braum edition it came with a carpeted cargo area and lockable compartments even an underfloor cargo area making it perfect for long distance trips carrying luggage for the whole family or filth to the love shack <laughs> I got me a Chrysler it's got lockable compartments yes. sounds <laughs> Sinister, I think. Yes, for contraband compartments, I would call those. It reminds me of that Granada Chasseur barn farm that I did a few years ago, which had the lovely Uh, matching luggage set, which which is rarer than the actual car. Now, in my search for a rear-engine Skoda, I've alighted upon a, a 1991 Porsche 550 Spider replica. On a Skoda? It's based on a Skoda Rapid, but it has an Alpha Sud... 1750cc engine oh now it looks tidy yes it really does look tidy and it's uh i would have thought it'd be more money it's it's nearest damn it 16 grand 15950 interior looks well trimmed nice seats i mean it's the thing that spoils it is that clearly the donor car was on an h plate because yeah. it's from 91 yes and so this car is just wearing Though it looks like it's from the 50s, it's wearing H-plate regular registrations. That is one of those cars where just go and get the cheapest three letters and three numbers plate you can find. Oh, for hell yeah. And have it black on silver. I know it's not strictly legit, but who's going to stop you? Um, And that would just tidy it up nicely. But otherwise, it looks really good. It looks really good. I, Does I, it? I, I, so for some reason, I assume this would, you know, this would be like a, still be a forty or fifty grand car. But I suppose it is only really a kit car, isn't it? Maybe it's horrible in real life. I don't know. But it's, it's always promising. it's always anyway. the last details that, that that are difficult with kit cars. Yeah. The the, the, the um, gauges and the steering wheel and the yeah, the steering wheel is not quite right. And the somehow, posture could fix that. Now, if you're feeling flush and you have 
£65,000 to spend, yes. you could buy a 1985 Skoda Estelle rally car. Oh, my gosh. That would be... Because they were rally heroes. Yeah. It's one of five cars imported and used by Skoda UK to rally. Really? A UK? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Group A homologation. Um, there's a lot of blurb here. This is all legit. But yeah, 65 grand if you fancy that, which, you know, I think I do. But I don't have 65 grand lying around to buy. <laughs> my wife's away. My wife's oh, away with work for well. a week. Now, we remember what happened when my wife went away for, for a week with work and I, um, oh, you, I bought, bought a that car that she panda. didn't know about and then forgot to tell her about and then she was displeased about this because I didn't tell her even after she got back. So imagine if she she came back and I bought an old Skoda rally car. That'd be amazing. she'd spot that. Why is there an old Skoda rally car parked outside the house? Um, right, you know all that work we were going to have done on the house? I'm afraid I've spunked all the money and some. Um, anyway. Um, I've just decided, I've changed my mind. I'm going, oh, I'm going to the Love Shack in a Chrysler TC by Maserati. Oh, uh, I've just I've just decided that 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 would be the best thing to do because it had either a horrible two point two turbo four cylinder and maybe a Mitsubishi V six. Yes, um, I've got me a Chrysler. It's front wheel drive and incredibly disappointing. And, and, and scuttle shake is biblical, especially over the back yeah. roads towards the sex w- workshop or whatever you call it. Workshop. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, well um, I don't know what it's called, the penetration industrial estate. Yeah, let's go over there. Okay, everybody follow me. Um, um, just one more nice rear engine Skoda, because uh, again, now this is this is uh, nine thousand pounds, nine three fifty. Now I, it's part one of the pictures in the advert. It shows it parked with uh, a Boxster, just like yours in the background. Oh. So possibly a kindred spirit here, but this is a this is a 1974 S110 LS. So it's the rear engine's saloon, but um, pre the Estelle styling. It's actually quite a sweet little car, and it's been completely restored. It's a what? It's it's a what, Richard? Sweet, sweet little car. One can't just say sweet. There's no singular sweet here. No, sweet, 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 sweet car. Um. Since the restoration, bloody blah, and uh, well known in the Eastern Bloc car clubs. Mm. I love a, look. I love a rear-engined um, Skoda. The final line of this advert says it attracts attention wherever it goes and is only being sold as I've bought a modern camper van. I know my way most weekends now. Just it's information. Like, oh shit! I bought a camper van. I can't be at home at the weekends. People won't think I'm a camper van person. Oh, it's because he feels like if he's invested in a camper van, if it's not out every weekend, if the mm. engine ever gets cold, he's going to lose money on it. So he's just got to yeah, got to get his his money in, his, his value yeah. in. Um, anyway, I've, I've, I'll put a link to that in the Patreon because <laughs> I think other people would enjoy seeing it. But it's very sweet, 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 sweet. I've, I've changed my mind again about what I'm going to the Love Shack in. Um, oh gosh. I'm, I think it's time for the, the Chrysler LeBaron convertible, but I'm going to have it specially converted to Overland spec because I don't know how far off main roads the Love Shack is. If the terrain mm. gets a bit heavy duty, if it's been lots of rain in the, in the, in the week's work leading up to the Love Shack night, um, yes. I just don't want to get stuck. The worst thing is you have a great night of lots of fun and frolics, and then you get st- stuck in the car oh, park, man. and you're so wearing and you're wearing slippery shoes, and you haven't got a coat. So yes. I'm going Le Baron Overland spec, please, if that's okay. Uh, a Lebanon, <laughs> the Lebanon, Lebanon by, by the Human League. Yes. Um, <laughs> talking as we sort of were there about car adverts, I just wanted to very quickly uh, touch on a message from uh, a listener called Will Navesy. Uh, sent us an ad to uh, a Vauxhall Monaro, oh. uh, which has been which has been written in quite an amusing way. But what caught my eye was the opening to the ad. It's on eBay. I love a Monaro. It says this auction is for my Vauxhall Monaro six liter VXR in phantom black. Brackets the best color. <laughs> According I, I, to you, I sort of. I hadn't really said we haven't talked about it, but it's it is exactly that. According to you, it's like who made you judge and jury about the best colour? But you see it quite a lot. Yeah, it's in Illusion Sunset, the best colour. No, it's not. 
You think that because you fucking bought it, you idiot. Yeah, or maybe he doesn't like it and he actually is looking for a yellow one, but he wants to tell everyone yes. that the black one's the best one to get rid <laughs> so he can buy the yellow one. Well, that's the thing. We go, yes, it's available in rare spaniel turds brown, the worst <laughs> colour. <laughs> Thanks to Will for inadvertently drawing our attention to that one. But yes, it's, it's not quite find another, but I do think best colour is one of those ones you just go, calm down. I've seen a lot of find another actually recently. Saranoff is definitely about yeah january is pretty a strong time for saranoff because the cars that are for sale pretty much need to be sold so yes january kind of february is typically you know a financially uh, taxing time for many so it's Mm. like let's get rid of this car let's make it irresistible now uh i I, well since i was gonna say because actually we do get quite a lot of messages from people um saying we say founder find another advert but we've also these have been dwarfed this last week by people drawing our attention to the fact that in a weird weird sort of way in which the world seems to be briefly run by this podcast (laughs) the cause are going on tour with support act natalie and brulia this is ridiculous and amazing thank you to everyone who messaged in there have been a lot of them and all the things on social media as well um suffice to say we are aware of this you said you thought we should try and go. We, we, we need to go. We need to go. We need to borrow a Lexus press car and we need to go. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think we'll borrow that Lexus sport van that we were talking about, spoke van type thing. What's it called? The LM? The, uh, yeah, yeah. Which I keep thinking... Well, we thinking, should anyway, should we? Yes, exactly, we could do. Well, why don't we offer to drive the cores between the gigs? Because I think you can get a one that's got more than just two massive seats yes in the back, so let's do that we'll be the cause roadies that'll be good no when they've got time um, off like they've got a lazy afternoon i'll valet the um i'll valet the the dad's ls 400 because that'll probably be on the road by then and jim's um, sc430 yes well i have i have new intel on cars of the cause um from a listener stephen mcavoy the cars of the cause. <laughs> cars of the cause. We should have a jingle for this. Um, Rebel without a cause. <laughs> just, I didn't tell you. We've started talking about the cause. That as a mate of mine back in the nineties when they first became prominent, he heard on the radio someone go, "Oh, it's a new song by a great new Irish band called the Cause," and he thought an Irish band called the Cause. He thought like, you know, C A U S E, like they were going to be singing sort of radical revolutionary songs. <laughs> Or at least be a bit, you know, edgy, giving a nod to political <laughs> turmoil like the Cranberries did. Yeah, but and no. then he heard their sort of unique brand of sweet, sweet M O R pop music, and uh, and he was a bit like, mm, this doesn't sound very revolutionary. Maybe it's quite it is revolutionary by simply not being revolutionary, uh, and allows Trojan horse of allows very. I, I was listening to some while I was walking the dog the other day, and it's very nineties production on a lot of those songs. Isn't yes, it? it's like yeah. Very reminiscent of what Shania Twain was doing at the same time. Oh, you're the one I want. Ooh, the only one I need. Uh, so, uh, Stephen, our listener Stephen McAvoy says that he was discussing uh, the cause Lexuses uh, with a Lexus enthusiast he knows from Belfast. Oh, wow. Uh, who added another piece to the puzzle. Oh, gosh. Apparently... Sharon, out of off of the cause, yes, bought one of the last SC four thirties. Really, she traded in her previous car, a Jaguar XK eight, to buy it. Oh wow! Okay, so she's a lady of interesting car taste. I'm going to guess the XK eight was a cabrio. If she's gone into the SC, so she's yeah, she's a cabrio enthusiast. She is for all those blisteringly hot Irish days. sorry no offense but kind of true it's true Um, (laughs) wow i don't know i mean maybe she doesn't are we sure that the cause do still live in ireland is is, is it possible that sharon has moved to miami or los angeles or i think well i don't think andrea lives in ireland anymore I, i read a few years ago that she'd married a chap and was living in somewhere like france but oh, okay but again she's probably got a place in ireland because that's what you do isn't it if you've got the wealth you you you, you, yeah. you try and buy a place in the homeland don't you um or maybe uh maybe she just kips in yeah. the back of the ls400 on the drive you know she just 
has a few glasses of burgundy with the girls and then goes, I'll tell you what, look, I know you've got no room, but it's fine. Give me that blanket off the sofa. I'm going to go and sit at the back of Dad's LS. Okay, cool. Um, and then so she writes... She's in Dublin, so... It's yeah. really good... Uh, it's it's good creative writing material, probably, you know, having a night where you've got to sleep in the back of your dad's car. Yeah, maybe. I, I haven't got any uh, other cause news apart from... I mean, the the, the DMs were just flying yes. about this, this tour. Uh, yeah, so anyway, well, we, we we are aware of the cause being on tour with Natalie and Brilia. It did suddenly cross my mind that as we, we, uh, we bring it... Last week, a listener had said that... Um, he was concerned that Natalie was bound and broken on the floor and had, in fact, been subject to a brutal robbery. But uh, I, I thought, oh, that's nice. She's OK. She's well enough to go on tour with the cause. But I thought, what if it's the cause oh, what they've left her bound and broken on the floor? What, you will come on tour with us? You will support us or else? Well, she's outnumbered, isn't she? Poor Natalie. There's four of them. Yeah, yeah. Turn up at her house. Come on tour with us. Well, I don't want to. I kind of don't. I'm not interested. Yeah, one, no, one of them coming on tour with us. She gets battered by a violin case and the, and some. Yes, exactly. And then a, a, a flute and all sorts of all manner. Of, well, we've all, all manner of trad Irish instruments. <laughs> I don't want to until she's she's down on the heated bathroom floor. Going okay, all right. How many dates is it? I'll see what I can do. Battered by um, an Irish flute. Yeah. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> Um, let's move on and stop talking about the cause. Well, I was when we when we went on about Sade a lot, we got a stinky review from someone who went, "This podcast used to be good, and now it's just like the Sade fan club." So, well, don't I worry, we're, we're only twenty seven minutes in. Um, okay. We, I was going to. You talked about Vauxhall Monaros. I've, I, I've mm. just realised the other week. I forgot to mention it that the Frontera is coming back from Vauxhall. Yes. The Frontera. Frontera. Yeah, I mean, like, that's been away a long time. That's been away for 20 mm. years, surely. I think that died. I think it's been away long enough that people have forgotten about Fronteras in as much as they weren't very good. Although they were popular at the time, weren't they? There's a sort of yeah, three-door Frontera. They were an Isuzu, weren't they? They were an Isuzu collab, as we'd say now. It was a, an Isuzu mysterious utility yes. wizard. Uh, so an Isuzu yeah, um, wizard uh, well, it was because it was the Isuzu MU which stood for mysterious utility and then they introduced a version called the wizard <laughs> mysterious utility wizard mm. I've met a few of those which <laughs> you. Well, well you are from Somerset I oh. imagine they're, they're everywhere around here aren't they but, oh, I've um, met a few mysterious utility wizards about in fact I saw one walking a dog on a really busy road yesterday coming back from a job he was I just thought this man's definitely going to get run over Walking on a walking a dog on a long lead on a very fast oh, like sixty on a, lead? on a sixty mile an hour road and he had no reflective clothing on whatsoever and I'm like you're doing this in rush hour it's neither relaxing nor sensible what's going on yeah it's ridiculous that is silly so the so the the frontier is back and it or coming back and I think it's going to be a letter Rick yeah it's going to be all electric yeah yeah SUV. Looking forward to it, actually. Um, Don't know why, but... No. I was going to talk about a new car, uh, or a new-ish, a sort of a new variant, because have you seen this, that um, the BMW Z4 had previously only been available as an automatic, and then its sister car, the Toyota Supra, they introduced a manual option. I think some people are a bit like, um, and BMW, you are... And they, they, there was no sign of it. Suddenly, the M4 is now available with a six-speed manual box for the first time. But it's... <laughs> if you see what they've called this... What? So, it's, a, it's a limited... Well, I don't, I don't think it's a limited edition, but it's a sort of... It's a, it's a specific model. If you want the manual box, you have to buy... There's just a model which comes only in frozen deep green paint with a cognac leather interior. Which is a nice combo. It's, it's a nice combo, uh, but it's called the, the, the BMW Z4 M40i Hand Shelter. What? Which sounds, I'm sorry, like the German word for masturbating. Did you say hand shelter? Hand shelter. <laughs> BMW Z4 M40i hand shelter. So if you want a Manuel three-pedal M4, you have to get it only in one colour. Yeah, odd, isn't it? That is a really unusual management decision. 
But mm. it's funny that you've it's mentioned... It's the hand shelter pack, officially. That's what they're saying. But I'm sorry, I just don't understand. Well, if you turned up at... £60,675, which is a lot of money for a Z4. I'm just not sure I'd bother, well, manual or c- not. If you turned up at Caffeine and Penetration Machine, machine um, mm. it, and you said you've got a, a hand shelter M4, they'd be like, <laughs> Z4... They put you right yeah. at the front. They go, "This guy's got what we've all been dreaming about." It's funny you what? should mention. Really, it's funny you should mention <laughs> the, the Z four. The guy turned up in a Z four hand shandy. Great. Um, <laughs> I I was I went for a run the other day, and the little circuit that I do goes past yeah. goes past a Z four, and tucked mm. down a the end of a cul de sac. Um, a Z eight. Is it a Z? Oh. Is it a Z eight? What left out in the open? No, not no. I'm no. Oh, hang on. It's the big. It's the big Z4, the modern thing that looks. What is it? Is it just the eight series? I actually forgotten what it is. Yeah. It's a big convertible it's thing. Big, sounds like an eight series. Yeah. Do you call that a Z8 or is it just an eight? No. The Z8 is the one that was in that Bond film that got sawed in half. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely not the classic thing. It's the modern. They're very valuable now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've driven one. Oh, it's good. Oh yes, you have. I um, remember. It's 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 actually a really cool car, be- beautifully made. Um, no, the modern eight series. Well, th- th- maybe this is the point of exactly what I'm about to say. So there's an eight mm. series convertible down there, and there's a Z4 mm. on someone's drive. And I thought to myself as I was carrying on my run, I thought to myself, if 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 the current Z4 completely disappeared. And the eight series completely disappeared. Would anyone yeah. really give a shit? I I'm not sure they Ooh. would. I I'm I'm going to put my hand up and say I don't think most people would give a shit because the Z4. I think you're right. The Z4s never. I mean, we could say this about the SL because most people presume the SL's been dead for ages anyway, and it's just not what it should be. And yet, it's sort of back, isn't it? And meant to be sportier. But it's back and not quite right. <laughs> I don't think. Oh, I've never seen one on the road. Yeah, and it's not quite right. It's just. Not. I think you're right about the Z4. Yeah. When the Z3 came out, it felt like they were everywhere. It sort of hit a spot in that kind of uh, '90s roadster boom. Yeah, like a Celica and the SLK. Yeah. And um, what else was out there? Well, I suppose the Boxster was relatively new at that point, and then sort of lower down, you had the Barquetta and the MX-5 and the MR2 and the MGF, and it sort of there were a lot of littleish convertible two-seaters around. Yeah, and and but most have gone by the wayside. But now, who buys? And I'm not saying they're a rubbish car because I, I don't think Z4s are rubbish. Um, but I'm like, they're just a bit of a like, who cares kind of car. It's not. They haven't got t- no. teeth. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. That's right. And I don't think you see them around very much because it feels like, you know, the Z3, it sort of, it it felt like for a while Z3s were all over the place because people went, ooh, that looks like a bit of fun. It's BMW, so I'm sure it's good. And, uh, And they weren't mega expensive relatively. No. Particularly if you've got the sort of 1.8 or the 2-litre one. And, and then, yeah. By the well, way, anyway, the Z4 hand shandy is available now if you want to change gear on your own. I'd like a hand... I'd, I haven't driven, actually, a Supra uh, with the old Manuel three-pedal. I, I, must, no. I must have a go in one of those because it's been a while. In fact, the last time I drove a Supra was with you when we did a video, a Smith & Sniff video. Oh, yeah. Which is eons ago. Mm. But uh, I would like to... And, and if someone's listening to this podcast who has a z4 and you're getting cross now i i i, mm. I would love you to tell me what's good about it like why you went for yes, it why did you buy it? And, 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 and is it is it everything you wanted it to be because 
because uh, I, um, I just don't know. <laughs> I, and the, the eight series, can I just say the eight series is just is just a it's just a fat pancake of a car. I just got no interest. <laughs> it doesn't the, the styling doesn't look right. It's going to date really badly, and it's a very expensive way to sort of drive around in a car that looks like you haven't decided on what you really were looking for. It's ninety grand for goodness sake. Yes, that's true. Uh, mind you, ninety grand these days is a mid mid range car price, judging by cut today's. Car yeah, prices, that, isn't it? <laughs> that's a well equipped Golf these days, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Weirdly, um, yeah, scarily. Can I uh, do another a little stitch back to last week? and uh but with some excellent information from a listener at the end of last week's podcast you were talking about losing your mind and going and buying that um Vauxhall senator eagle quest limousine that's currently on ebay <laughs> yeah have, which have, you haven't no i i haven't i assume no i haven't okay no yet well a listener called andrew got in touch oh no and he said my family owned the eagle quest Vauxhall senator limousine my parents rebuilt many senators in the late 90s and early noughties. What? As a family of six, my dad wanted a car he could drive comfortably, and with four growing teenagers, we needed legroom and somewhere to put our PlayStation and TV in the back of the car, while also holding luggage for weeks away around Europe. <laughs> so my dad bought this senator limo with only 30,000 miles. He fitted bigger tyres, serviced it, changed the brakes, and off we went as a family round Europe across France, Belgium, Germany, Italy, Spain, and Croatia. Oh my God. Really? What a trip in a big limo. But with a PlayStation in the back, that's baller. That's yeah. proper, like, working, working class it? baller spec. We did many thousands of miles with the three older brothers on the back seats and the youngest in the middle single seat. And the TV and PlayStation and fridge mounted to the half-folded other middle row seats, giving lots of legroom. That, the divider screen also provided some division between the children and our parents. This, this, uh, I've just gone on eBay and double checked, and it's still there. Mm. It's still for sale, yeah. and I, it's two thousand three hundred and ninety-five notes. I would very much like it, but I'm not going to. Uh, I haven't even checked if it's a six. I presume it's a six oh. cylinder. Well, if it is the same one, then uh, Andrew says it was a three litre. So, yeah, it will be a six. It'll be the three litre. I hope it's a six with all of that extra metal. Yeah, it'd be a tw- I don't think you couldn't get a senator with anything less, though, could you? Surely, because they were just sixes. They were, they were, were they just six or could you get a four? Yeah, Could yeah. you get a big four? No, I don't think so. Carlton, yes, but senator, I think, was... was um, yeah, you're absolutely uh, right. Exclusively it's, a member of the sex shack. It's it's you know, this is perfect for the penetration workshop. Um, <laughs> visit. I've got me a senator. It's as big as a whale. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Was previously owned by a rock band. It says. Oh my gosh! It does say previously owned by a rock band. Only fifty four thousand miles. Three liter petrol auto. Um, eight seats in your finest luxury pleather. <clears throat> Wow, it actually does look uh, really good. Oh, gosh. So I'm not sure if this is... Maybe this is not the same Eagle Quest limo as owned by Andrew's dad, but... It looks w- clean. Andrew's left one final piece of information which suggests that his dad really was a bit of a player. He had the ingenious idea of buying a limo as a family car for European touring. Yes. But then, Andrew says, my dad part X the senator against a Mercedes CL500 once it was no longer required, and we no longer went on holidays together. Oh well, he—that's good car taste. Nice part X, yeah. That's a uh, sweet. You'd like Andrew as well because he's got a Polestar too. He says so. Um, oh, sweet, he's sweet got guy. Good taste. Um, sweet, sweet guy. Sweet, sweet. I cows. think I'll just finish this just little conversation by saying, if you type Eagle Quest into um, eBay, uh, mm. I, I'm now drawn to the fact that there's um, a, a famous book called the the quest of eagles and there's also one what? called the eagles quest there's two different <laughs> <laughs> does it have an airbrush drawing of a senator on the front no there's one called the eagles quest a physicist finds the scientific truth that's the the the, the byline by fred allen wolf oh. and then there's a tv there was a tv drama oh. in the 70s called the quest of the eagles Oh, oh well, the, the, that's the kind of shit that you tune into to for this for this podcast, guys, isn't it, guys, wow. guys, guys? Yeah. So there we go. Eagle that's... Quest is still for sale. I'm not buying it um, <laughs> unless it drops from the current amount to a lot less. <laughs> and then... 
man, I just I, I love that this is going to be on sale. This that car's not shifting anytime soon, is it? Even with us constantly mentioning it, and it's, until you just eventually crack. If it's look, listen. If it if it ends up being a, under a thou, I would be I'd be salivating. But it's mm. not going to in this particular car climate. You've been showing some remarkable fortitude recently about cars, because oh, I messaged you last week and basically offered you a free Citroën Picasso. You did. Ron, you Ron, said no. I, yeah, I, I would have done if it was in excellent condition, but it sounds like it was hanging rich, to be honest. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not brilliant. I don't think it's terrible. I mean, I haven't seen underneath it. But, but it's got a few dings. I think all of the warning lights being on were probably the thing for me. Well, no, I don't know if it's all of them. I haven't. I can go and find out. It's, it belongs to a neighbour, and she just needs shot of it. And uh, but she did say a lot of warning lights come on. But then she did go. Oh, it's been like that for ages. Could we give it away? It could runs. we give it's it away? In a sort of terrible competition on, on this podcast. We could, but we might have to check into our liabilities for doing that. Because, um, funnily enough. On the way home, I, was, I had to drive back from London last night, and on my drive back, I was listening to a new podcast called 50 to 70, which features... Uh, do you remember last week, uh, we were talking uh, about Enya's cars? Yeah, Maybach Enya. Yeah, and um, because there were <laughs> a listener had sent us... <laughs> had sent us a, basically a pap shot of, uh, of Enya's Maybach parked outside a studio in Dublin that was taken by his friend Cormac. Now it turns out a very convoluted route that Cormac has a new car podcast. Cormac's the chap who has a, a P38 Range Rover. He has several in fact as it turns out and an original Twingo. And then one of the other guys on this podcast was years ago before he was on telly James May gave away a Triumph Vitesse through his column in Car Magazine. Did he? And one of the guys off this podcast was the one who won it. Oh really? Yeah, and then but then what's more amazing is that James gave it away, and it was you know outside his house in London, and this bloke came over to get it and drove back to I can't remember, I think Cork or somewhere in Ireland, but with James like James went with him. Why? Why did James go with him? I don't know. I'm going to have to ask James. <laughs> How long ago was this? Was this what the hell he was? This was late nineties. Must have been. Yeah. Yeah. So if James May can give away a car, um, I'm sure we can. But I, to be honest, I was going to recommend that my neighbour simply wade in the Picasso because I think even though scrap is not super valuable at the moment, I think you'd probably get well, 100, 200 quid for it, wouldn't you? I'm not sure. Yeah, you probably would. But uh, maybe we, if there's somebody out there that really thinks this is a great idea, you can always email if anyone, us and, and, yeah. and Richard can speak to his neighbour and say, listen, look, yeah. here's the saga. It's, I, I warn you, it's got that that lousy single-clutch automated gearbox that PSA did around then. Oh, you did, you, and, uh, you didn't, I can't remember what engine's in it. You didn't tell me about that. I presumed it was a yeah. manual. No, sorry. Uh, I'm really selling this car, aren't I? No. I think it's one of those ones where it'd be better off being cubed and turned into washing machines. <laughs> I've been offered but another then, MPV, which is oh, is, is extremely tempting. Talk about this? Oh, well... <laughs> oh, no, I'm not buying it. I'm, See, look I at mean, this. This is fortitude. You're showing fortitude again. I'm I'm trying to to be good. I'm trying to just rein it all in and improve what I have. I have a fully functioning okay. um, Porsche Boxster 986, which I'm extremely proud of. I'm becoming prouder and prouder of it by the week. I'm one of those sad people who buys... Uh, a sort of low-ranking model of car and then tries to convince everyone that it's actually the sweetest spot in the range. I think I'm that guy. (laughs) (laughs) I have to confess, it's not a fast car. Someone did tell me this. Mm. Because I I suppose I've been sport by driving many other fast cars with with, with our line of work. I did get in it uh, once warmed up um, and thought, you know, it's it's 2.7 flat six. It's going to have to... Give it some beats, two hundred horsepower, just over two hundred horsepower. Uh, yeah, it it it's not it's not very quick, but it's really torquey, and that's what I like about yeah. it. It's got very nice torque curve to it, and that's actually where the joy is for me. Yes, uh, sweet, sweet, almost not leaking car. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I was going to talk to you about Ford Flexes. Oh yeah. 
Because, you know, I mentioned Ford Flexes uh, a few casts ago. I actually can't remember mm. why I got onto that, but then I can never remember why I started talking about things like that. I forgot there was a... Was it... I was talking about... There was there's a there was a, f- a film that I watched with um, uh, Will Farrell and Mark Wahlberg in. Yeah. And uh, they both have... The good guys. This is called Daddy's Home. Oh, Okay. And Daddy's Home, it, there's two um, Daddy's Home. There's Daddy Home, Daddy's Home 2. Um, and they're, oh they're very good, very, very good films. Mm. Um, but, yeah, they the Ford Flexes were used within these this film. But um, Okay. So one of our star listeners, a uh, chap called um, Marino Franchitti. Oh, yes. He, he messaged me, good old Marino, and said... Uh, Ford Flex, got a bit of trivia for you. Dan Gurney was a massive fan of Ford Flex as he had several. And uh, Dan Gurney out of off of flaps. The the actual Dan Gurney, like Ford Racing's Dan Gurney, like yeah, yeah flap uh, flap uh, flap enthusiast, flap, flap engineering D- Dan Gurney. So if 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 Dan Gurney's going to the Love Shack, you knew he was going to go in a Ford Flex. But I'm not saying that Dan Gurney ever went to a Love Shack because I'm pretty sure that's not his thing. But yeah, so yeah. he was a massive Ford Flex fan, was Gurney, and wow. and used to proclaim this. Uh, so Marino told me this, and then uh, on a slightly different um, day. The other Frank Kitty brother, Blimmin' Dario, also a friend of our cast here. Yeah. He said um, that uh, we were, I think we were, t- I can't remember why we were talking about Michael McDonald. Can you remember when we were talking about Michael McDonald? Oh, ages ago. We, we were convinced that he had a, a, a Lexus SC430. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe he bought it off the course, who knows. But uh, he also was forever accidentally sitting on some foldable aviator sunglasses <laughs> in his... Oh, yes, with a crumpled nose bridge. Well, well, Dario Dario used to live in the States, and one of his neighbours was Michael McDonald. And he said he was a really... What? He was a really nice guy. And he said he he let me swim in his swimming pool a few times. (laughs) But he said... Oh what are you, Dario? Eight? <laughs> <laughs> Please, Mr. McDonald, can I come with you? Yeah, seriously. We should add that the reason that uh, Dario lived in the States was because he was busy being IndyCar champion. But uh, I know, but just borrowing Michael like... McDonald's pool. Why didn't he have a pool of his own? I mean, he was like fucking Indy champion for like four Actually, years on the bounce or something. That's, <laughs> that's a good point. Surely that gets you a pool. Actually, Dario, that's a good point. Is it one of those ones where you couldn't be bothered to like sort your pool out, but you knew Michael's is <laughs> yeah, immaculate? It's, just, it's, got, it's got green stuff floating on the surface. Fuck it, I'll go around to Michael McDonald's house. I bet you that's what it is. Michael's like pool is always well-maintained, even though Michael can't be bothered to use it. So that's exactly what's I think- happened here. Uh, regular listeners will know we don't have guests on this podcast but we do have a guest exemption list of certain people for whom we'd make an exception i think that dario and marino franchitti would be on that list i think together they'd be hilarious yes oh I- I mean, they'd be good they'd be good individually but i feel like together we'd have some uh, podcasting dynamite yes it was it's because i put an instagram story out on the smith and of instagram where i was singing christopher cross ride like the wind mcdonald <laughs> does backing vocals dario dm'd the show and went michael Ma- Ma- michael mcdonald backing vocals on this track was my neighbor in nashville i used his pool a few times nice man and, That's fantastic. And then I went, really? He was your neighbour? Yes. Billy Ray Cyrus, too. He lived beside my favourite road, but I think he got a bit shitted off with me going past in my Carrera GT on straight pipes. <laughs> <laughs> I love this podcast. That's fantastic. So this um, is the great thing. So we've got Marino saying that he has first-hand um, authority on the fact that the wonderful Dan Gurney was a big flex fan. He used to flex his flex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I love that because I, th- I still think it is a great car. Sweet, sweet car. Now, here's a segue you're going to like. Speaking of Scottish things, e.g. the Frankitty brothers, yes. um, we're doing another live show. Oh. And at last, and as promised, it's in Scotland. Okay, the new. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that, that sounded lackluster. Uh, I needed to raise that. It did a little, <laughs> yes, and also uh, possibly stereotypical. Anyway, Wednesday, the 28th of February. So that's in, uh, well, I mean, less than three weeks' time. Wednesday, 28th of February, uh, 7 o'clock, we are going to be at the Eastwood Park Theatre, which is in Gifnock, just outside Glasgow. And we'd love you to come. We'd love you to come. Tickets are on sale now. Um, and usually the theatre that we're doing this in wouldn't let us sell our own tickets so that they're being sold through the theatre website because they're grown-ups and they do proper gigs and stuff. Um, so you have to go there to buy your tickets. Um, so, yeah, it's near Glasgow. It's very near Glasgow. And uh, there's loads of parking. There's a bar. Um, I know those two things are not necessarily compatible, but if someone else is driving you, they can park. You can have a drink. We will be doing two podcast recordings on stage with a break in between and we'll be hanging about and chatting and signing stuff and all the usual on that live of things stuff so wednesday the 28th of february that's we'd love you to come along next we've been trying to organize a scottish live event for some time obviously we've given you loads of prior warning what with it yes because we're so organized Um, but it's uh we're going to have a barrel of laughs of rich rich is going to turn up in a, a in a a Citroen Picasso with all the warning lights on and giving it away. <laughs> Imagine that! Yeah. Oh my god, this is where we're missing a trick. Just drive the Picasso it could be the Smith and Sniff tour bus that we're always talking about. Or maybe the hang on, maybe this is the the perfect excuse to get the Eagle Quest limo. Oh god! If it was if it was owned by an ex rock star, maybe it needs to become rock and roll royalty again. And uh, well, no, yeah. no, not really. Leave it black, but for a Smith and Sniff touch, we could just spray one of the back doors yellow. <laughs> Maybe not. I'd like I S and S anyway, crests um, on the doors. It's, uh, we're, we're, it's <clears throat> unlikely that either of us will turn up in uh, an Eagle Quest limo, but you never know. If you, as a listener, turn up in an Eagle Quest limo, the drinks are on us. Yes, they absolutely are. So we'd love you to be there. Um, we will put all of the details of this on our website, which is smithandsniff.com and also oh, yeah. in the show notes. On um, the socials, And yeah, while I've got you on the show notes and all that jazz and all that, um, remember to, if you like this podcast, which for some absurd reason you, you, you might, uh, leave us a star rating. Apparently it's a good thing to leave a star rating. Mm. And if mm. you've got nothing good to say, don't write anything. If you've got something good to yeah. say, write it. How's that? Is that manipulative? <laughs> God, say fairer than that. Or just leave a five-star rating and just write Eagle Quest five times. And if everybody does this, it will start to look like a cult. And then alarm bells will be rung. Eagle Quest, Eagle Quest, also, Eagle Quest, Eagle Quest, Eagle um, Quest. Before we end, I have been meaning to remind you to tell everyone about... The Night Lewd. Oh, The Night Lewd. Yeah, I've had it in my notes for weeks after you told me about it. And I was like, oh, I've got to remind Johnny to say about Night Lewd. Well, I, I think it's probably easier to, to... I left you a voice note, didn't I, that I quickly activated on, on the Bluetooth yes, while I... Uh, yes, While I drove. So it's probably better to play the... Could we, could we roll the, the tape? No, because that was weeks ago. I'll never find it. Uh, that was like about four weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I'll find it. I'll find it. Will you? Yeah. I'll okay. Find if it. you can find it, then we're all good. Because I actually can't remember the exact saga. <laughs> <laughs> all I know that. I'm... How long do voice notes keep for? Though that's the only. Oh, thing. they keep for ages. Do they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless it's like, uh, unless it's like Snapchat, where you, I don't know, send a picture and it disappears after ten seconds. It's not like that, though. It's not like that. Well, okay. Uh, oh. Yeah, you'll find it. Okay, I think I found it. I yeah, think I found oh, it. it'll take me weeks to find it. Oh, I've just found it instantly. All right, well, I forgot about the search function because I you left the message and I wrote back "night lewd" in big letters, and that's I was able to search that. You can't search voice notes; it's not that clever. But, All right, so here's the <laughs> note that Johnny left me about "night lewd." I can't believe it. Yeah, I'm driving back here in the Porsche, yeah, like not not hanging about. And in the fast lane, the car comes by, yeah, like I've just, like, pulled over, eating, like, some sort of sandwich or whatever. And it's a fucking prelude, yeah? Silver, our edge, with, like, Tokyo underground, like, handle swinging under the exhaust. Fucking not hanging about, yeah? Like, really on it. It's just fucked off. It's gone, yeah? Almost like when... Uh, you know, like a shooting star, like goes through the sky and bang, it's gone, yeah? Like that. 
just the same. Night lewd. Da, 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 magical. Da, da. Just magical. Night. It was. Um, I get a lot well, of messages I, about lewds, and we still don't know where the one yes. from Calvin Harris's music video has gone. I'd like Calvin to actually buy it. Oh, it was on eBay, wasn't it? For, yeah, Calvin should yeah. just buy it because he doesn't need to sell anything because he's sort of like the richest DJ that's ever lived. So I, f- it's true. I feel like he should just put a few grand into it, get it up to a really clean standard and just dick around in it. If yeah. that's if you're listening, Calvin, that's my best advice. <laughs> uh, and also, you can borrow an Eagle Quest anytime. If you want, if I buy one, you can borrow it anytime. With any luck, Dario will have lived next door to him in Vegas for a while and used his steam room or something, and he'll be able to get a message. Actually, him. that's true, Calvin. Dario Marino. I know you. I mean, you're probably busy, but why don't you come to this Scottish Smith and Sniff? And oh, by yes. all means, by, go halves, or let's go four ways on a on an Eagle Quest senator. How about that? <laughs> With straight pipes. With straight straight pipe senator. Yeah. Drive it past <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus's house. Right. Uh, we should wrap this up. Good. But uh, before we do, I have three things to tell you. Uh, they are one. Johnny has a solo YouTube channel. It's called The Penetrate Cake Show. Which Johnny attempts to recreate that scene from American Pie but with a series of gatto. If that's not to your taste, and God, I hope it isn't, then there's always the late break show. Lots of excellent videos on there about cars and people who love them. Uh, What have we got on the air at the moment? Got something special coming up for you this, uh, that will have just launched when when you listen to this. Um, Mm. I get to drive the the unicorn of the Citroen 2CV world. I finally oh, it's that. I finally get to drive a Citroen 2CV Safari, the twin-engined 4x4. Uh, factory version of the Dushiva, and uh, so let me tell you, the gearbox is challenging. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> if well, perhaps you could buy one and retrofit the um, single clutch automated system from a scrapped Picasso. Oh, well, <laughs> I might be able to help you out there. That's a fantastic idea. But no, uh, I got the got the opportunity. It's 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 a it's easily a two it's a two hundred grand two CV these days in immaculate condition. Crikey. So very, very um, desirable. Um, mm, so, yeah, and there's obviously, there's a lot of barn finds. I do two a month, I think, at the moment. Yeah, yeah it's tiring. Yeah, it's tiring. Barns. No, I'm not. Um, the second thing I've got to tell you is something that I literally just told you about five minutes ago, but it's that we are doing a live show in Scotland at the Eastwood Park Theatre near Glasgow. Uh, it's on Wednesday, the 28th of February, at seven o'clock we hope to see you there tickets on sale we put the links all over social media because they're not through our usual ticket source for this one the tickets on sale now hope to see you there near glasgow in a couple of weeks or so and the third thing i've got to tell you is you know angostura bitters you know that that stuff that you put in certain cocktails and old-fashioned is often made with angostura bitters no you see it behind bars all the time and it's distinctive because the label is too big for the bottle really that stuff and it always looks a bit shit when <laughs> then the top of the label gets all crumpled around the neck <laughs> okay and it's a bit weird yeah because you go why is the label too big for the bottle is it like an nba suit is? that's just way it's too an nba suit yes a label for a Angus bottle Bitters is, is, it's the drink or the uh, the mixer that wears an NBA suit around its bottle. Um, it's, beca- it's because two brothers inherited the family firm and decided to redesign the product. And uh, the, so the story goes, one did the bottle, one did the label. They forgot to compare notes on the sizes of these things. What? And so the bottle ended up too small for the label or the label too big for the bottle. And they decided to go with it because they entered a competition for, for drinks. They lost... But one of the judges said you should keep your label because it's distinctive. So they did. That's cool. And now, behind any cocktail bar, you will see this yellow tops bottle with this ridiculously oversized label that's too tall for the <laughs> bottle and then gets all crumpled. I, I, I think I'll, I'll sign off by saying uh, I know that the cause are on tour and they've got a supporting yes. act that's Natalie Imbruglia. <laughs> but if they want another supporting act, which would be quite dismal, frankly, and not musical... Uh, although we could play some music potentially, uh, Smith and Stiff welcomes the service services um, to attend m- multiple multiple gigs uh, of this particular tour, and 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 honestly, the, the DMs are relentless with cause material at the moment. Someone's just said to me that Jim Cause Twitter feed, the photograph in in his Twitter feed at the top, you know, his signature um, 
avatar, whatever you want to call it, is him sat in an SC430 with shades on. Bloody hell. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Amazing. Uh, oh, my God. I want to know if it's straight piped. The man's obsessed. I'd like it if Jim straight piped it. Well, if he hasn't, he could, I'm sure Dario could hook him up with whoever did the pipes on his Carrera GT and then uh, and then they could both go around to Billy Ray Cyrus's Maybe house. Dario does it himself. Yeah, just gets under there. He t- probably nicks the catalytic yeah. converter while he's there. He takes that, weighs it in, and then goes, look, it's straight piped. Yeah. Don't worry about that light on the Perhaps dash. Or yeah, it's fine. A bit of, bit of piping, yeah. Right, well, uh, that's that for this. Uh, we'll do it all again next week. But until then, thank you ever so much for listening. Goodbye. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Thanks, mate. Bye. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Mugs, t-shirts, stickers. Mugs, t-shirts, stickers. Mugs, t-shirts, stickers. And now we do hats too. This may come as a surprise. Smith and Smith have merchandise You won't believe your eyes Smith and Smith have merchandise Sadly we don't do pies But Smith and Smith have merchandise One day we might sell ties Smith and Smith have merchandise free lift to the to the sex shack even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.